shaping our future. I'm your host, Jack Chakuri, and today we have an exciting episode lined up for you. We will be diving into current topics that will not only pique the interests of newcomers to cryptocurrencies, but also provide valuable insights into the rapidly evolving landscape of digital assets. I'm the founder of TogetherMDM. Our blockchain-based product is about data production, data quality for healthcare providers. I'm here with my co-host, Brian. Brian and I spent a lot of time researching and studying various aspects of blockchain technology, and we love to learn and share. Now, let me hand Excited hey, news. Thanks, Chuck. Uh, good to see you again. Uh, my name is Brian. I've been in the staffing, IT staffing business for over 25 years, and uh, over the past several years, got into crypto and got it into uh, blockchain and love the uh, technology behind it. And um, that's why we're here on a podcast. So uh, love sharing it with you guys. Um, today, we are going to talk about, uh, you know, crypto coins, that world, regulations around it, things of that sort, um, and uh, looking to dive into that. But hey, before we dive in, make sure you subscribe to our podcast here. Also, it's syndicated on Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you get your podcast as well. So uh, we're, we're usually on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific. This And uh, Chuck, crypto coins. Do you have uh, fun taking a look at uh, what's going on in the uh, crypto coin space and crypto world? Yes, Brian. I know crypto is uh, your forte. So I went ahead and looked up to see, hey, what are the most current pressing topics in crypto? And then uh, after doing a couple of a uh, little bit of research, I found five specific topics. I thought, you know, would be interesting for us to talk. Uh, one is uh, basically I'm hearing a lot about. Hey Chuck, hold on one second. You're uh, it's like every three seconds you're like bouncing, so it's your video goes off and then back on, and video goes off and back on. You're cutting in and out, so uh, yeah, like every two seconds you're cutting off and then back in. Uh, voices, it, it will cut off with when your video cuts off. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, there you go. You're gone. Hey, uh, Shiva. How about now? I don't want to be Yeah. Uh, well, there you go again. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's flickering. Your, your video is flickering. It just flickers. Yeah. It's just like, it's almost like in a loop. Like it's, you're on, then you go off, completely off, back on. I think I have two videos going on. Let me just delete this, but I don't know how to delete it. Is it better? Yeah, I think the problem was I had my cell phone. And oh, you can't hear. Oh, can that's hear weird. Me? No, can't hear me. It's, you can you hear me, Chuck? Yeah, I can hear you. Shiva says he can't hear me. Huh? I. 
No, you're fine. I think I can hear you. Now your video is gone. Yeah, your video is gone. I invited you to speak. I invited you to speak again. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, that's weird. Huh. I don't know what anyway. happened. Sorry. Anyway. I'm glad we were able to re recover. <laughs> you hear us, Shiva? Hope so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so go. The, Tell me what you got. What'd you, uh, what'd you come up with? Okay. So what happened was... Uh, when I discovered that there are five important topics and one of them was central bank digital currencies, right? I've been hearing a lot about it. We're going to cover that. And then NFT, one of them was central bank digital currencies, right? I've been hearing a lot about it. We're going to cover that. And then NFTs, decentralized finance, decentralized finance, regulations, and sustainable green technologies. So with that, Let's jump over to any topic we want. Which one? With that, let's jump over to any topic we want. Which one do you want to talk first? Do it. You're, you're, you're up. So let's start with uh, central bank digital currencies. This sure. is really interesting because uh, this company called Ripple, they yep, created right. a platform uh, for companies to issue CBDCs. So people, like there are four small countries they're working with right now, Hong Kong, Bhutan, Malta, and some other company, country which doesn't even have a central bank, right? They are already having it and they're in talks with major companies. Hmm. So this is really taking off, I think, because they're really good at cross-border payments. You know, and there is so much talk about uh, dollar, de, you know, de-dollarization and all of that stuff going on in the world. That is becoming a very big topic. So you've you've heard the United States is you know looking into this, right? To come up with their own digital currency. Yeah. So every country is talking about it, but so every country is talking about it, but there is no real. I mean, we'll talk about when we talk about regulation. There is no real, I mean, we'll talk about when we talk about regulations, right? No, so here's the, here's the plan. So um, FedNow, have you ever heard of FedNow? Ever heard of no. that? No, tell me. So it's coming out in July. It's going to be launched in July. And what FedNow does, it basically lays the groundwork and the foundation, the infrastructure for the central bank, for a central bank digital currency, right? C CBDC. And um what this FedNow system is, if banks opt to opt in, you are each node from a bank is connected directly to the Federal Reserve and you can instantly transfer funds within your bank to anyone, right? So it's like an instant transfer. So instant transfer funds are available immediately, no waiting anywhere in the world with that bank, with within that bank, not cross-border bank, not with between banks, but within that bank you can so if you're over in wherever, I can send I can send you funds, it's available immediately. There's no waiting period. Um, what this does do is lay, like I said, lay the foundation and lay the groundwork for the next 
two to five years that they want to come out with a digital currency. And so I see. it's not a great thing, in my opinion, and a lot opinion of a lot of experts, um, because this, this will create a right. So blockchain is a distributed ledger where everybody sees it. This will be controlled by one central entity, right? Your federal government for everything. Everything will be under your federal ah, government. I and see. They will control everything and they will control, they will see everything, how you use every piece of your money and where it goes. And if you're, it, it, it has a lot of ramifications and a lot of areas where, again, it sounds like a great thing. It sounds like awesome, but it's almost the opposite of what blockchain and crypto looks to do is they decentralize and nobody owns it. So is this like a replacement for SWIFT? Because right now they use SWIFT to move money, right? Yeah, so I don't know. That's a good question. I, I'm not sure. This is a Fed now is a, is a new thing. Like I said, will be launched in July, and it is something that is instantaneous to move money. Yeah, it must have been on a blockchain, right? It is on a blockchain. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Okay. Good question. Okay, so I'll look it up because I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's fairly new, so right. So when they make these, so it, it, not a lot of people pay attention to bills that are passed right in Congress, <laughs> and a lot of you know it's called pork, right? A lot of pork is added to yeah. these bills. Um, so a, a big one was added in the twenty twenty one Infrastructure Act, and it was about it was about crypto, right? So this is this was one of them that was added during that twenty twenty one. Uh, kind of push through, right? They, they put it in. And there's actually two other bills that are coming up in, in the House uh, this year. And the crypto industry is doing a lot of, uh, a, a lot of lobby, you know, putting a lot of money behind lobbying and putting their money into lobbying. Whereas, you know, a hundred one company is putting in a hundred thousand a month toward lobbying. Another one's doing over a hundred thousand a quarter to lobbying um, to make sure that hopefully it gets, in, in the right direction of, of crypto, right? Because they you don't want to stifle the growth. <laughs> it's know, very important. I stay so much away from crypto is this politics and nuances because I was reading up on uh, regulations. So, and US is really, really bad. It's like, it's not one on the list of favorable countries for cryptocurrencies, right? I, I tried to look up what are the countries that are most favorable for cryptocurrencies? Mm -hmm. And I got a list of 10. The top being Switzerland. Second is Singapore. Third is Malta. Fourth is Estonia. And USA is not even on the list. And Germany is like ranked nine most. All right. And uh, the way they looked at the favorability was, is there regulatory clarity for crypto companies? Mm -hmm. Are these tax laws favorable? Is there a strong financial sector, a skilled workforce, and a supporting government? Mm -hmm. I mean, if I look at those five categories, we have we don't have a supporting government. We have skilled force. We have a strong financial sector, mm -hmm. but we still SEC hasn't even like been clear on a lot of things on whether it's a security, whether it is. Asset just came out, right? So they just came out this week and they just said, the SEC said, because the crypto industry, right, said there should be something different and they should, there, there should be a different class 
for cryptocurrency and SEC disagrees. And they said there should not be any new rules and there will not be any new rules. It is, there's a, there's a lawsuit right now with XRP. So ripple, um, and right. That that has been about two to three years in the making. And, um, it's about to be ruled on this summer, most likely. And, uh, they think it's going to go XRP's way, uh, ripples way. And if it does that, that's pretty big for the crypto industry. And if not, if it goes, SEC's way, um, that means that almost every coin needs to be registered with the SEC and everything needs to be registered. Yeah, so XRP is like a tricky thing. XRP is really a bridge currency. So it it is, if I'm sending dollars to rupees, right? Right. These guys are in between as a bridge currency. Right. Right. So from dollars, I convert to XRP from XRP to, so it is, when I move from dollars to rupees through a bank right now, right? I'm just changing from currency to currency, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm giving up one currency and I'm taking another currency. Right. But with the bridge currency in between, so am I saying with, I'm taking my dollars and I'm buying XRP and then I'm selling XRP in rupees to somebody else. Then XRP is a commodity, right? But if XRP is just a, a currency, so that's where I think the difficulty is for SEC to categorize it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's so Bitcoin has been, it, it's a commodity that's already established and SEC has already ruled that Bitcoin is a commodity which is great. Right. But, uh, the rest of these, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. And it's like you said, Hey, U S doesn't have excellent regulations, but I think a lot of these countries besides Japan, Japan was at the forefront cause they had basically FTX happened before FTX happened. Right. So they yeah. have very, uh, very straight guidelines in place. Um, but I think people were scrambling in November, and like, oh, we this this is a serious problem. We need to have some rules in place, right? And so these governments um, maybe overstep bounds or want to really rein it in. And it has nothing to do. A lot of it doesn't have to do with uh, your investor, right? Your investment as as a person. It has how it's how it's sold and how it's bought and how it's taxed. That's what that's really what it's about. So, like Germany, for instance, right? They're favorable. If you keep your if you keep your coins like Bitcoin, for instance, if you keep it for over a year and sell it, there's no tax on it. Yeah, some of them have that. Very favorable, right? Yeah. So, so it's just it's very interesting. So digital it, currency, going back to digital currency for for uh, countries, yes, there's a lot of countries, and might make sense for a lot of these countries that are in flux and and are developing countries, right? A lot of developing countries, especially in you know, South America and over in uh, Africa, a lot of development countries might make a lot of sense, um, but doesn't make the most sense for, you know, developed nations. So it's an interesting topic. Yeah, the developed nations have like much more, uh, I was I was listening to this Ripple's uh, CFO's video mm-hmm. and they're in like four small countries. So the interviewer was asking him, hey, why are you only in these small countries? And he was basically saying, we are only in these small countries because they, they are more, a lot more uh, nimble, you know? 
uh, and we can work with them. But if you have to implement something like a CBDC in a developed or a complex economy, there is a lot more rules and regulations and, you know, it's, it's a lot longer takes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Rules and regulations. And uh, yeah. again, when you're dealing with money, uh, people want to keep their power in a lot of cases, right? You don't want to give up power. You don't want to give up, you know, anything that might take away from that. You want to grab, if anything, you want more power. And so that's, that's another, you know, with these developed countries, it's, uh, they want to hold on. So again, that's a, it's, it's a great subject. Great. Uh, that, that subject is right on, right on the money, digital assets for countries, right? Digital currencies. What I else think, did, what else did they come up with? What else? Did, that, that was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, because the CBDC, the biggest uh, challenge in CB, central bank digital currencies is uh, they all want to have their own currencies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They don't want to depend on... Uh, it's, it's not... If these movements are much faster, right? Because if, if, if they have to trade in dollar, they have to go to SWIFT. Mm -hmm. Right? SWIFT is not a digital currency. It's a fiat currency. Mm -hmm. So then you have to go deal with the bank, right? You have to have these nostro accounts everywhere. And then these right, right. And this is the whole process is very cumbersome right now. Right. So even to set up something between two companies, countries, I've been watching some of these uh, agreements, uh, you know, between uh, Brazil and China or Brazil and Japan, you know, India, where they want to trade in their own currencies. Mm hmm it's a three month process for the banks to set up. And on top of that, for businesses to get on to that, then they have to open up all these accounts to make it simple. But with CBDCs, that all becomes very simple, right? It's one currency, it's a digital currency, it's not a fiat currency. Mm -hmm. You can just move and you can, the commerce and economics will become so much faster, particularly the global supply chain. Right. Yeah. Yep. I, I would. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So th that is, I think, is uh, crypto is going to be a big player in that one. Agreed. Yeah. So what else? Uh, what else did you come up with? NFTs. NFTs. I know enough to be dangerous in NFTs. <laughs> let's, let's tell me some because I I did a different type of research on this. Go ahead. I was. Yeah, go, go ahead. What did you raise? I'm I'm interested in hearing. Uh, you tell me both of us. I go first. I mean, yeah, I yeah. other than other than the little eight guys selling on the uh, internet for you know seventy four ether and and uh, you know millions of dollars and and uh, you know hey I know a lot of. Uh, a lot of areas in that and they say it's going to be big and nfts are going to be big and and whatnot and i it, it makes a lot of sense uh but I, I don't i just haven't done a lot of research behind nfts no so when, when we talked about use cases for nfts right in the past where the people were selling digital art right? trump was selling his i don't know picture of himself for mm -hmm. he got sold like crazy uh, uh like some the the dodge like and then there are in-game tokens, right? Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There's so many in-game tokens that in-game assets and digital assets and real estate, uh, you know, non-fungible tokens to yep. trade real estate. So the people have been doing this 
for a while. Yes. Uh, so I know they've been using it and we talked about it a lot. 